He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Fernando Tatis Jr. A grand slam. Iguodala. It's funny to hear female talk about routes like. Oh, and welcome to From the Backseat. I am your host, Ethan, and I'm joined today by... What up, guys? It's Clark here. Pretty pissed at my barber. They screwed my shit up. It looks pretty bad, but don't worry. We're battling through it. Going through it in the trenches, in the cuts. Another day. Well, why don't you like it? Well, I don't know. They just, like, didn't do what I asked. And I've I've gone to this barber for so long. And, like, when they didn't do what I asked, I was kind of like, well, I can't say anything. Because I've gone to this barber. And I feel like that messes up the barber non-barber relationship i have i can't screw that up i can't because then it'll be in the back of their head for the rest did they of the mess time. it up last time too <sighs> maybe yes they did but that's okay we battle through these things but why do you keep paying the person if they cut your hair the, the way worst part is i tip i still i've tipped them twice heavy too even though they messed it up how heavy are you talking about well i give them like i don't know like a ten dollar tip it's only yeah. a 15 See, i do about haircut. the same thing your haircut's only $15? Yeah, that's why you go to the same place. Maybe that's why I'm not getting the highest quality. Well, that's why you're getting Yeah, that's why you're getting a bad haircut. It's $15. Okay, what do you pay for a haircut? Uh, I think mine is 30. That's double insane. The price, 30. How is that insane? $30 a lot. I'm not spending $30 on a haircut. I'm just not. You're spending the same amount of money on your haircut every 6 weeks as I'm spending on like a Jersey Mike sandwich. Correction, I get my haircut once every six months. So you only get your haircut once every six months. Why would I go? I don't go every six weeks. No, I go once every four to six months at most. Whoa. Yeah. So why don't you just pay a little bit more for a better haircut if you're just going to have to live with it for four months? Because it's still okay. Like, I I mean, my hair just like it looks ridiculous because it's a huge cowlick right now, but. It's okay. It'll grow back to the normal, like medium area, I think, at some point. So I guess if you're okay with it, then you can continue on. But I mean, like, while... okay is a relative term. Like, it's my hair. It's not going to change anything. So, well, I guess, I guess that I, I don't know. I just feel like get a better haircut. But I, I think it's a good like, haircut. I'm not saying, look, whoever, if they will never hear this, but I don't think it's a bad haircut. It's just not what I asked for. Well, luckily That's for you, happens. you moved, so now you can go to a different barber. No, see, the thing is, I still think I'm going to go to them. Why? I'm not willing to go try another barber. I don't even know. Like, are you but getting the me? barber like... you currently has does your hair wrong. Okay. Maybe I didn't do a good enough job explaining the haircut that I wanted, and that's why they've been cutting your hair for years. Shouldn't they know what your hair is supposed to look like? It's not the normal person. Like, for example, like this person who cut it this time is not the normal person who does it every time. It's just the same general barber shop. Just go to a different barber shop then. No, I like these people, so I'm going to continue to give them my money and give them a ten dollar tip, which is almost as much as the haircut itself on a haircut you don't like. I don't hate it it could be better yes you started off by saying you hated your haircut okay well i think hate is always a very strong word 
So we're not going to use that you word. said it. I, can't, I know. I'm retracting my word of hate. I just don't love it very much. Um, Are you currently gaslighting yourself about going to this bar? No, I, please. I do not gaslight or gatekeep. That is not two things I ever entertain. But no, what, what anyway, would you be gatekeeping right now? I could be gatekeeping. I'm gatekeeping the hair, the barbers, because I'm not giving their name. I'm keeping the haircuts for myself. I'm not allowing others to know the name of the barbershop. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's good not to put them on blast, but I mean, I feel like for people that would know you would. All right. Well, uh, let's jump on into it because currently on TV right now, the World Baseball Classic is on between this Mexico-Japan game. So let's talk about the World Baseball Classic. Let's get into the most useless preseason Olympics that a bunch of cook people on twitter want to talk about yeah i guess it really just boils down to mets fans who are upset about this because their closer couldn't jump around properly and blew out his patella tendon i feel terrible for edwin diaz but it could happen to anyone i don't know world baseball classic overall if you want to pout about it for the guys that got injured it's been fantastic i think you've seen on display how much these guys really care about the game itself whether it be the players from cuba colombia japan mexico anywhere they've shown a ton of passion i think it's been great for the game of baseball not all the stars out there you normally might see for the united states that's okay but i think the world baseball classic has been great this is exactly what i think baseball kind of needs which is a lot of guys showing a lot of excitement and emotion and that's what you're getting right now which is good oh is uh, the trade turner grand slam the biggest moment in american sports this year uh this year yeah is it going to be the biggest moment in sports this year well, it's only March, so probably not. And it's baseball, so probably not. What do you feel like will top it? Let, what does the script call call that will top the Trey Turner? Well, for me, team? it's bias. Anything San Diego-related, like, you know, the San Diego Wave and Alex Morgan, they, they win one, I would actually probably consider You that. think that's a bigger moment? That would, to me, Turner. it would be bigger. Yes, I I mean, come on. Tra- okay, here's the thing about Team USA, and this is going to sound bad. Team USA, like, cool, great, they're doing well, but they are a bunch of freaking plumbers with zero personality on that team, dude. I mean, the like, it's sort of boring, actually, to watch them. Like, even guys that are enjoying themselves, like Mike Trout and Trey Turner, comparatively to guys from, like, Columbia who are tearing their shirts off, I think, like, a strike three. We show zero emotion. I mean, comparatively. So I would say, yeah, Alex Morgan, the San Diego Wave winning uh, NWSL Cup would be bigger in my mind than Team USA winning World Baseball Classic in terms of what I value. We're not talking about winning the World Baseball Classic. I'm just saying as a moment of Trey Turner hitting that grand slam in the bottom of the eighth in in a game that would have been a huge upset had they lost. I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, I guess one? so. Trey Turner, that bootlicker. I don't like him very much either way, but that was a cool moment. Sure, yeah, I guess. Woo, that'll be a top. What else would I like? There's no Olympics this year, is there? No, not so. Then what else do we even have a chance in terms of? I will. Is there a Women's World Cup this year? I have no idea. That would top it. I have zero idea. You're really wow. into your women's sports. Yeah, dude. Because women's sports deserve equal respect. Wait, you, but there could like be something sport. from March Madness that could be bigger. Yeah, that would be that Madness cool, thing. though. It depends on who it is. It depends on who it is. Like, what if Princeton runs the table and wins it all? Would that be an American moment, though? If Princeton won? Would that be an American moment? I don't know. I mean, it's one of the I oldest schools in America. I mean, huge underdog. They would call it the yeah, American huge dream. underdog of a bunch of rich pricks at Ivy League school, Princeton, win national championship. 
Well, not everyone on Princeton's basketball team are rich pricks because a lot of them. No, are that's true. Probably that's not true. Okay, I'm sorry. The fan base, maybe more generalized. That a lot of the players on the team. You're right. No, I would feel good for the players. The University of Princeton. I think they'd actually care less if they won that. All right, let's do a start bench cut because now I have an idea. Because you talked yeah, about San Diego uh, moments. Start bench cut. The wave winning whatever the women's championship. Okay, is. I don't it's, know called it's called the NWSL Cup. That's what it's called. So NWSL Cup. So yes. the wave winning the NWSL Cup. Get the that Padres. down in your mind, okay? Get that what? through Why? your thick skull. You sexist <laughs> piece of shit. What? Just because I don't watch local women's soccer? It's a national league. It's big. Well, here. I've I've never watched it. I don't even watch men's soccer. Tells a lot about a guy. Yeah, that I don't watch men's soccer or women's soccer. Yeah. Disgusting. Continue forward on your start bench <laughs> cup, though. Uh, the Padres winning. I'm not going to say a World Series because you're going to pick that one. But winning the National League mm. or SDSU getting into the Final Four. Oh. So this is like of San Diego accomplishments. Yes. This is all very tough because I, I like all of these teams. Um, I will cut San Diego State. Oh, really? Um, Getting the final four. What if they won? The thing, I'm not really rooting. Like, I like San Diego State. I hope to make it really far. I certainly hope they beat Alabama. Um, however, I've been rooting for University of Houston all of the tournament because of the family connection that we have. Mm, so, okay. that I have, I should say. So, that would be my cut. I'll start the Padres winning the National League pennant. That would be really cool. I know it's not a World Series, but the National League pennant's huge. And then uh, I would probably say the bench would be the San Diego Wave winning the NWSL Cup, even though Ethan has another name of the league, which is sad, pathetic. You have a you have you have a team up in that league yourself. You have Angel FC up there, and you show no respect to them. So I have never heard that name before in my entire life. <sighs> You're so disappointing. You know what we should do? We need to go on. We need to go onto the street and go ask people about women's soccer. And see how much people know, because I think more people would be on my side than yours. I don't think anyone. That's, would that's be a able to bad know. thing, though. You want to be on the wrong side of this. More people should well, embrace women's sports. But I think most people couldn't even name what the like championship of the MLS is. Okay, because the MLS sucks. Yeah, but again, that's just the it's totally different. Of this is like the premier league for women's soccer in the world. I would say is the NWSL. The MLS is like okay, you're done. Like your career is either. You're really trying to figure it out as in like a 17 or 19 year old or you're Zlatan Ibrahimovic and you're coming over here because you want to get blank check. Am I wrong? I mean, yeah, Messi's doing the same thing in Miami. Rumored. Is it not official yet? Not official. I don't know. We'll see what he does. Uh, well, is there anything else you want to talk about with the World Baseball Classic? I mean, this is going to sound bad. Okay, I feel terrible for Edwin Diaz that, again, he tore his patella tendon, I believe, and some entry, his ACL, I believe, when he was jumping around celebrating with Team Puerto Rico after they won. Uh, however, some would call it karma to Mets fans who begged for multiple Padres players to be injured throughout their preseason. I feel bad for Edwin Diaz. I truly do. But for Mets fans, I mean, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for Mets fans. Should we reiterate a sentiment that we said pretty early on in the show? Uh, a hot take of yours, which I feel like it's more and more proven right by the insecurity of these yeah. New York fans. Are we ready to call them the worst fan base in sports? I think they are. I mean, again, it's, it's a t tough toss-up 
between them and Chicago fans. Cause again, in my mind, I always think of like Cubs fans threatening to murder someone for touching a foul ball. Yeah. That's always sticks out in my mind. However, um, Mets fans are completely insufferable. Like any minor, small thing happens to their franchise. Like they immediately go looking for something else to be insecure about, whether it be this preseason, like I mentioned, they've been asking for Joe Musgrove to be injured in some way. I, several Padres players have terrible things happen to them. So, you know, I think they are just about as insufferable as it gets. Also, it's very interesting to me to see the discourse um, of Mets fans when they chirp Padres fans, for some example, and they say, you know, they've never won a World Series. Here's the thing, folks. Uh, the Mets haven't won a World Series, I believe, since the Reagan administration. It's been a long time for you guys, too. So I don't know what you're talking about because you're the same fan base that calls out the other local New York fan base, the Yankees, that say you can't claim rings you weren't alive for. I would say three-quarters of Mets fans have not been alive to see their team win a championship. So it's so pretty critical. So this is a great point, and because I've wanted to talk about this before. What do you think is the cutoff age for when you can claim championship like wins? Okay, like, so you can, you can, I think you can always claim them. You can. That's fine. Your team has yeah. won them. However, I will say this to you. if, For example, if you are a Mets fan, I will tell you it has been almost, what, 50-plus years since you've won one? You haven't been alive for it. You haven't seen much winning like me as a Padres fan. So who are you to tell me anything? Well, I that's not true. The Mets did go to a World Series in 2012. Okay, they went to one. Did they win it? No. No, but I mean, if we're talking about as a Padres fan, the Padres haven't made a World Series since 1998. So Okay, well, congrats. They went to it, and you know who they lost to? The Eric Hosmer-led Royals. Yeah, but I would also, as a Padres fan, I would also like to go to a World Series. So I would like I to clear the, the Eric Hosmer-led Royals if I went, though. Okay, but we had Eric Hosmer on our team for Yeah, that years. was a big mistake. We don't talk about that. Keep that name off the airways. You just said it once yourself. I won't say it again the rest of the time. <laughs> he's like Beetlejuice. If you say his name three times, he's going to appear back on the podcast. That guy is just the worst. I feel like Voldemort. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the, I forget what they called Voldemort in Harry Potter. It's he, like, they were just he, like, don't uh, say that name. Yeah, he should. He who should not be named. I think that's yeah, what it he was. He should not be named. Yeah, I mean, the more and more that I just see stuff, I, I just think what's really like perplexing about New York fans is how insecure they are about everything. I mean, well, they haven't won anything in a long time. No, I mean, they haven't won anything and they spend so much money. I mean, I think we've had this discussion before of like, I think people consider L.A. fans really insecure, too. But like, at least L.A. has a history of winning championships recently. I would agree. Like New York, they really haven't been like Buffalo. Buffalo was the team everyone was trying to like push up on a pedestal and they they're not winning anything. No, they're they're honestly like the mid two thousand Chargers right now of like they these loaded. Their quarterbacking more is the same number as the mid two thousand Chargers. Pretty much, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. Honestly, then, wait. Like, those mid, like mid century Chargers teams win to more AFC championships than the Bills have. The Bill. Okay, I will say this. Uh, this is a total thing off of the Bills, but the Bills could be on potential fraud dynasty watch. Oh yeah. They're on very hard fraud potential dynasty because again, their shining moment in the Josh Allen era is losing in the AFC divisional round to Patrick Mahomes. That's not great. No, for a team that claims they have all of this, but it's okay, Buffalo. It's okay. You guys can still get there. I have faith. 
I don't. They're not even going to win their own division. Okay, Aaron Rodgers in his ridiculousness is not officially in New York yet. Oh, I'm talking about Miami. Miami I mean, is not winning that division. No. That defense is locked and loaded. Congratulations. They have Tua Tungavailoa quarterback. They still have Vic Vangio, though, on the other side. They have Tua turn the ball over, sir. I don't know. I. It's it's such a good roster. It's, yeah, it's hard not to. quarterback can ruin it every time. I know, but when when I look at teams, I mean, I guess if we're talking about Super Bowl contenders, yes, I'm going to be a little bit more skeptical of the Dolphins. But with the way that the, I think the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. No, if Rodgers is there, then the Jets will win it. I mean, we'll see, but let's not get too off topic about yeah, this yeah, right sorry, now. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Um, because we have a certain New York Mets fan yes. to talk about. And so we are going to go and do a more general conversation, but we're going to start off with KFC Barstool. Yeah. Um. About kind of the state of Barstool Sports living in Manhattan. Um, so, Clark, I'll let you start off with, what are your thoughts on KFC Barstool and his opinions of the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, so first off, he's an idiot. I think it's pretty clear at this point. Um, he won on this entire tirade, again, because Edwin Diaz got hurt celebrating the World Baseball Classic. And it's stupid. It doesn't matter. No one cares. Which, if you look at the ratings, the views that stuff's got on YouTube, Twitter, all of it completely disproven. Quotes from players basically saying home runs they hit in the tournament is bigger than anything else they've hit in their career. We've had players from the Dominican, Puerto Rico, actively on interviews saying that they would rather win a WBC than actually win a World Series of their respective franchise because it's the opportunity to play and represent their country, which obviously KFC doesn't understand because he's an idiot. KFC is also a known racist. You can go look at his tweet threads. There's plenty of those out there. He's a piece of crap human being. Shouldn't shock. Anyway, though, comments completely moronic. If you've watched any of the World Baseball Classic, you would see on full display how much these guys care. They don't get to play in Olympics. This is basically their Olympic sporting event opportunity with it. It's a time to represent themselves, country, have as much fun with guys that they've probably known coming up to the system longer than anyone they've actually known in their professional group. So to disregard it and say it's stupid and should be disbanded is one of the most ridiculous takes I think I've seen, and he's been rightfully bodied on Twitter for it. So I love it. Yeah, my my more issue is it was one thing to criticize it because of Edwin Diaz, but then to retweet the video of Trey Turner hitting the Grand Slam and celebrating and people being like, hey, look, like they actually care for him mm -hmm. to be like, oh, I could just grab clips from MLS teams and show them cheering, too. It's like the same moment. I'm like, dude, what? It's not at all. What are you it's talking not. about? I mean, I get that you you want to stand on your point so much, but there's just something to a lack of integrity if. You're well, so he's just going to his grave. I think at one point, it probably just became, he's such an idiot that he was like, let me just dig my feet so deep in this dirt and just stick with the take. I mean, he got his clicks what he wanted. That's totally fine. But he's an idiot. I mean, that's just what yeah. KFC is. This is the same guy that I believe uh, cheated on his pregnant wife along with the other horribly racist tweets that he sent out over the years. So it's no shock that this guy is a complete fool. No, I mean, so this is where I'm leaning with Barstool is like, Barstool is for a knack, but they're trying to move more into traditional, like actual journalism. And it's really not working for me right now. Who has tried to do real journalists from Barstool? Well, they try to like break stories and stuff. I've got, well, I, I mean, are. It, it's just a weird dichotomy of now they bought, got bought out by Penn Gambling. Which Penn for Gambling. Dave Portnoy. I mean, they're a media um, conglomerate. That's the way I look at them. Yeah. As. I, I don't take them as like, if you get any sort of news from Barstool Sports, there's some time to reflect and take some serious reevaluation. 
of what you're doing. Okay. I think that's, that's a really good way to look at it. For sure. Um, it's like getting news from the onion. It's not, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's very similar. It's very yeah. similar. Uh, great takes. I mean, it's just, Oh God, God tier takes coming out of some other podcasts. They have today that we'll get into in a second. Well, you, you can talk about them. Go ahead. Oh, no. Well, again, I think, no, this is no, not. I want to talk about it in our, our segment, segment for later. We can get into that. I want to talk yeah. about right now because it's too good. It's so too good. I, I have a new segment I'm going to introduce to Clark here in a second. But mm-hmm. there's one, like, side story I want to talk about of I want to educate some people on a side of Twitter that Clark might not even be aware of that's happening. Probably not. So it, it's happening over in Chargers Twitter. So oh, if God. you've ever taken a gander into Chargers Twitter, it is the biggest cesspool like ever. Like people say that about Padre, but Padre's Twitter is legit like funny. Chargers Twitter is just a bunch of complainers all the time who feel sad about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so this week, what has happened in Chargers Twitter in the midst of free agency is Drew Tranquil officially re-signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. And there were two different podcasts who both claimed to have insider information into what happened between Drew Tranquil in the organization. And this entire thing led to this like revolution between two sides of people like banning each other and just adding each other between two random podcasts who have no associations with the organization about Drew Tranquil, a guy who signed a one-year, $5 million deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, And this whole thing was just absolutely ridiculous. Like, they were getting death threats back and forth. And again, it'd be like me or you starting beef with some, like, random other podcast. We should try Uh, it. We should. I'm active on here. So one of the insider information was that Drew like got an initial offer from the Chargers, and he didn't take it and decided to go test free agency, and then he came back. And then he wanted his offer, but the Chargers were like, no, the linebacker market sucks now. Go find somewhere else so he can win and sign with the Chiefs. And then another person was like, no, they actually never even offered him anything. The Chargers just hate their players and this kind of those kind of tasks. And it was just back and back and forth. And it just kind of reminds you of just how stupid fans are on Twitter. No, I actually think they're really smart. I actually, again, look, I all of my news comes from Twitter. I worship that application that's all i have is just i actually rather than i when free agency was going on in the nfl um i didn't have adam schefter's notifications on i just had random podcasts of (laughs) obscure people who had zero insider information i turned those notifications on just in case they had something to say because those ground rooted podcasts and insiders are way more reliable than those ones on the national level. Well, I had NFL rumors. If you know NFL rumors, I had them Mm. on notifications. Well, you have Don Kelvman, who's not even a real person, clearly. I do, because it gives out good... I have him and Ari. He's not real. He works for, like, Bro Bible. Which, what do you know? But he does tweet out the stuff really quickly. Yeah, I don't know how he like he like tweets it out seconds after the actual report from. Yeah, I don't know. That's why that's why I have him on notification because he like gets the stuff immediately. That guy, I don't even know. He doesn't even. No one's even. I mean, I think it's like a fake name for a fake guy. I did see a picture of the actual guy recently. Did you? How do you know him? I don't know. It was some actual NFL person was like met Dave today. That could have been a lie. That could have just been some random guy on the street. It could have been, but um, no, but I think he's fine for notifications. I mean, it gets the stuff so quickly. Don Kelvin Truther. That's yeah. disgusting behavior, Ethan. Hey, I like my sports update too. My sports my update, sports is, update is ridiculous. You don't like my sports update? Okay. He's been wrong a number of times though. 
Yeah, I mean, they all have because they're all so quick to the trigger. Yeah, that's true. But Don Kelvin is where I draw the line. That guy's not real. I have not seen any real evidence to show that guy's even a person. He's just an I mean, avatar. Like, when I don't you think he space, is. It's like a little animated cartoon. It looks it like is, the dad yeah. from Powderpuff Girls. Yeah, it is kind of that art style. That's weird that I know that. I shouldn't have said that out loud. That was okay. a weird kind I mean, of thing to draw out. Fine. Um, so our next segment of what we're going to get into is called Coincidence or Not. So I haven't told Clark about this. I thought about Good. it. Why? Um, I'll say this to you, Clark. I was at yoga today. And I was thinking about <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a Whoa. whoa. You were at yoga today? Yeah. Kelly had me start doing yoga. Wait, so wait. Was it hot yoga. yoga or was it regular No, it was just yoga. normal yoga. Are you guys going to transition into hot yoga at any point? I don't know. We're just doing yoga right now. I think that's great. I, I think I've actually really, and I'm being serious. I know I'm saying this with a smile and a slight laugh, but I'm being serious. I think yoga is great. And I think I myself kind of need to try it out because my flexibility is not very good. It's very good. For you, you should go try it. I mean, it's pretty low effort. We go to like one where they just turn off the lights and you basically just do like a couple things and then that's your hour. It's fine. I was thinking about uh, this segment. And so it, it got me thinking. So our segment's called Coincidence or Not. So what Clark is going to do is I'm going to give him three different scenarios. Uh, two of them I found via Bleacher Report. So uh, thank you to Bleacher Report. Uh, that's my source. One of them I just thought of on my own. And Clark's going to say whether he thinks they're coincidence or they're not. That's an actual story. And so the first one I'm going to lay out for Clark is the one I created, which is Clark. Do you think it's a coincidence? that all those teams said they were out on Lamar Jackson on day one of free agency when he got announced to get the transition tag. Oh, hell no. That was collusion. They are, as the NFL owners, colluding because they don't want to have to be able to give a contract of what he's asking for because of Deshaun Watson, his contract last offseason. Totally not a coincidence. That happened for a reason. That was collusion by the NFL owners. Again, this always goes back to the Cleveland Browns being a completely incompetent franchise and giving, what, $250-plus million guaranteed to a sex offender. So no wonder an NFL MVP and a quarterback who's better than Deshaun Watson is asking for more than that. Of course, the NFL owners came together to collude to make sure they wouldn't get that money so they aren't handcuffed to all of them moving forward when their quarterbacks come up. That was definitely collusion. Not a coincidence. Yeah, scumbag But not surprised because the NFL owners, the majority of them are scumbags. It, it does sound like the Colts might be interested, though. Yeah, well, right. wait, who the Colts head coach again now? I forgot it's not Frank Reich anymore. No, it's, uh, oh, no, it's Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen. No, well, then, yeah, I would just give Lamar tools, man. Lamar just needs somewhere that he's going to be appreciated because Lamar is so freaking great, and he just needs some weapons that aren't just Mark Andrews. The Ravens don't yeah. deserve it. No. All right, our next one. So this is, again, via Bleacher Report. So we're going back in time a little bit. Coincidence or not, when the Cleveland Indians ripped off 14 consecutive wins in a row following the the cap the sorry the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, 3-1 finals upset against the Golden State Warriors. First off, Cleveland Guardians, please. Well, they were the Indians at the well, time. Please call them the Guardians. Well, now they're the Guardians, but they weren't the Guardians back okay, then. Well, the Cleveland team. Okay, the Cleveland baseball team. Thank you. Um, was a Cleveland baseball team. The Guardians is a way better name than the other one that they have, by the way. Just throwing it out there. First off, I think it's better. I think the logo is actually better. It's also not horribly racist like the old logo that the Indian uh, Cleveland team had. Jesus. Wow, Clark. 
I know mm. that was bad. Um, but um, was it coincidence that they won 14 straight after the Cavaliers lost the three one lead? Was Probably it a just coincidence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why would? Was there any tr- any rumor behind that that was planned? Why just to make the city of Cleveland feel a little bit better? No, I have no idea. But is it just no? That was that was just a coincidence. The city of Cleveland does not get things handed out to them to make them feel better. They're just a really crappy sports town, unfortunately. So no. All right. Next one. So I had never heard of this, uh, but coincidence or not. So during Orlando Pace's Hall of Fame speech. So he was inducted the Hall of Fame the year after the St. Louis Rams moved to Los Angeles. The microphone cut out when he was thanking the town of St. Louis. Mm. Is that a coincidence or not by the NFL? Uh, no, I'm going to say it wasn't a coincidence. Um, knowing the NFL again, the NFL, much like a large, lot of large corporations are scummy. And again, I think they wanted their transition to go to LA to be all about LA. They didn't want St. Louis to get any sort of, you know, pat on the back or thank you. And they wanted this guy to be going in as technically a Los Angeles Ram. So yeah, that was not a coincidence. It definitely happened on purpose. A hundred percent. All right. Roger Goodell has his freaking hand up everything, man. He definitely made sure that shit happened. Oh yeah. Definitely. All right. So let's talk about winners and losers of free agency. So the NFL free agency has now been officially one week. Uh, We're one week into it. So why don't you give a winner? I'll give a winner. Then we'll go losers, then losers. Um, And then what we're going to do is I got a couple players and I'm going to quiz Clark on if he knows where these veteran players are now located. Let's start off with your winners. I mean, look, I'll go. I, I think one of their signings wasn't particularly good, but I think overall as a free agency, it was a good one for them. I guess really as an offseason too. The Chicago Bears, I think, are a winner. I didn't like the Tremaine Edmonds signing because they way overpaid for him considering the price, and there are better linebackers in my mind that got paid significantly less than him. However, made a lot of other moves otherwise. I think they're really trying to invest you know, long-term in Justin Fields. I think it should work out really well. So I'd say Chicago is my winner for one, which is a surprising thing because Chicago overall as a franchise typically never wins a lot of things. So that's pretty good. I'm gonna go with Detroit. I feel that's like another Detroit great is, one. I feel like Detroit has been making a lot of moves to just kind of steadily improve their roster a little they bit. They rehauled that secondary completely. Oh yeah. They just decided to basically which just is smart. Remake. I think Cam Sutton, CJ Gardner Johnson, two huge ads. Yeah, they got C.J. Uh, Gardner-Johnson for under market value, in my opinion. Oh, I mean, yeah. The safety market's kind of in a bad place it right now. It's really bad. Outside of Jesse Bates, I feel like no one really got, which was like, I guess it's like a weird trend I noticed from free agency. Like Bates and Edmonds are examples. Like two guys that got paid way above everyone else in terms of their position market. And no one came close. Otherwise. I just think it... So... Maybe call me this, but I feel like some teams just fall in love with name value and like, like, like Jesse Bates, Bates what, sixty million. He got sixty four four years. No 64. fucking way is he worth sixty. I love Jesse Bates. His ball skills are fantastic. He was really good for us. No shot is he worth sixty four million dollars. He's just not like he's not an X factor like a Kevin Byard or like a Derwin James like one of those top he's like just he's a, really he's good. just below them he's like below that he's this tier two guy in terms of safeties. I agree. I mean, he's really good. I just I I wouldn't do it. And that was an Atlanta move. 
No, because I agree. I think with Derwin, a guy like that, like, okay, he can he does, he does more than just play safety for you, if that makes sense. I think everyone knows what I'm referring to with that. Jesse Bates, it's like, okay, he had some really a ton of clutch plays in the postseason, continually done it, and he's great coverage safety, decent in tackling, but he's not someone who you're like, oh, we could stick him on a tight end if we needed to. Oh, we could put him in a blitz if we needed to. That's not what he does. No. So, yeah, I think him and then with Edmonds, like, God, I, I think you're right. The, the falling in love with the name, actually, rather than a player's production, I think got the better of a couple teams. Well, it's because he's 25. I think I think Chicago fell in love with, oh, he's so fast. Because I see Chicago fans use this fact all the time. They're like, oh, he's still 25 and he's so fast. It's like the okay. last time I saw him on the field, he was getting bulldozed consistently by Samaje Pirine and Joe Mixon. That was not I mean, a good I, game for him. I just don't think he's like that great of a player to be quite honest. I like, honestly, maybe this is me just being biased as a linebacker. I don't think Jermaine Pratt is that much worse than Edmonds. And he got $21 million compared to what? 70 million. That's crazy. Yeah. I I, I I know. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my thought. So you had, wait, you said your winner was Detroit. Detroit. So, Who's your who's your loser? I actually have two losers. I have a loser right now because they haven't done anything and everything's gone. I feel like pretty bad from this offseason. I think the loser for me, I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore is about to lose their quarterback. Uh, they've signed a long snapper and a backup corner. I know Baltimore is a really good drafting team. I know they constantly like to go out there and make adjustments, but this is a team that has continually neglected the skill positions. I don't think they're going to have their quarterback back. I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're definitely a loser on my mind. They haven't done anything to sort of switch up to be able to be up there on the top of the AFC North. And I feel like other teams got better around them. I think Cleveland got better. I think Pittsburgh got better. I think Cincinnati got better, certainly. So I feel like they kind of, and if they lose Lamar, then they're going to fall way back in that pack. Yeah. Definitely. I, I totally agree. They haven't done anything to distance right. themselves. That's I think it's the thing. It's not that they haven't made some stupid signing. It's they they quite literally have done nothing. Yeah, they, they just haven't done anything. So yeah, that's my loser, even though I'm so, wearing purple. So I have a team and a player. And one, mm. it's just because I want to talk about, but I'll start off with the team that I think is a loser. And this well, is going to be controversial. Oh no. Because a lot of people like this offseason a lot. I think it's the Carolina Panthers. Really? I, I actually, you know, you have, you texted us this. Okay, go ahead. Present your piece. I just want to talk about it. I just think, I just don't think any of these, it's just all mid. It's just all oh, whatever. Man, like, what is a good player they got? Miles Sanders is a bottom top 10 running back, if even that. So you add him, right? I don't think he's that much of an upgrade over Devontae Foreman, who they let walk. If we're better. just... I mean, he is better. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not. No, I, but... I understand. Okay, yeah. Okay, so they had DJ Moore. Traded away DJ Moore to get the first overall pick. I'm not I'm not going to knock the trade up because, again, if you can get your franchise quarterback, get your franchise quarterback. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't understand all these reports of, like, we don't know who we're going to draft. We might trade down. What was the point of going up to one then? Um, you got to have your dude in mind. And I get it. You're getting Adam Thieland. Adam Thielen has slowed down. You paid him $25 million. Yep. He's 32 years old. Yep. He was barely a number two last year in Minnesota, if not even really the number three for Osborne. 
Um, yeah, and then what else do they do? Those those are my main moves. It's mainly all their offensive moves. I just don't like. I think like here's oh, and then my... Hay- they gave Hayden Hurst a bunch of money. Hayden What's... Hurst had a good year. I mean, the tight end. I mean, yeah, it was more Joe than they Burrow. probably should have given him. I mean, again, Hayden Hurst is a player of like he's fine, but he had Joe Burrow in what he was the fifth option on the Cincinnati offense. Fourth, I mean, fourth. he was probably the fifth guy people guarded i mean a really like a fantastic fifth guy i mean no no he, he was good but what i'm saying is like easily production, production i agree i will say as a Bengals fan we lost hayden hurst i was like damn because i really liked him i thought he was a, a, a good locker room guy too uh but his production can be very easily replaced yeah i just don't think it's like i don't anything. think he's gonna go to carolina and they're gonna be like oh we just unlocked the new hayden hurst mm. i think you've seen the best of him which is a good tight end but it's not a game wrecker. I here's where I kind of disagree with you on the Carolina end, though. Okay. I think give me a counter argument. My counter argument is is I think if you just take away the idea of everyone saying this team is dangerous, they it's solid pieces they're putting together. I think if they take the quarterback at number one, that you would say that's a good situation for a rookie. Then some no, I, other number one picks have found recently. I, I think that's I, I think that's where I stand of like the reason I say they're losers is because everyone's acting like all of a sudden they're going to win the NFC South. Well, they're not, which, but yeah, the, which they're not like well, these moves. I, I think the, the NFC South is bad. Carr. I mean, the Saints, yeah, but I think it'd be the Saints with Derek Carr. The Bucks are certainly not. The Bucks are going to get the first overall pick. Um, And then Atlanta. Atlanta could. I mean, I don't really believe in Ritter all that much, but they could I mean, draft another quarterback. They could. I mean, I don't buy the head coach there. Oh, uh, Dan Smith or not Dan Smith. No. Um, what's his name? Dan. It's not, no, it's I'm thinking not, Dan Quinn. No, Who was the, Dan. he's the old offensive coordinator from the Titans. What's his name? It's not Starkeys. And that's the freaking Longhorns head coach. It's something. Oh my God. He's so underwhelming. I can't even remember his name. Yeah. Anyway, we're both that's great. That's worst sports podcast. We can't remember the Atlanta Falcons head coach's name, but, anyway. um, I mean, it's Okay. I think, like, I just sit there and I see these tweets of, like, look at this Carolina offense, like, what they've built. Yeah, and I'm like, I, would, I will agree. When I've seen people post that, I think of the, the picture of the kid trying to put gasoline in a bike, and it's like, oh, he's trying to gas it up, man. It's like, it, it's shit. It's not that good. It's not like, good. You know, like, it's not good. I, it's just like it's solid, but no one's be like, holy crap, we got to deal with Terrence Marshall and Adam Thielen today. <laughs> and Hayden Hurst up the gut like yeah it's like oh Miles Sanders might play 10 games this year well not only that Miles Sanders literally doesn't catch the ball (laughs) no he doesn't catch the ball and I don't think Carolina has a particularly good offensive line either as far as I know it's pretty good I mean they they drafted um Icky last year oh yeah Icky Aquana never mind take it back so it's solid they have a good defense I'll I'll give them credit they have a good defense I think they'll compete it depends on how the quarterback play obviously will be yeah I I I think that is what it's going to be. I, I just think I want to consider them losers right now because of the way people are gassing them up, and it's getting on my nerves. Okay, well, that just seems like you're a little bit annoyed. I am annoyed, I and am. I'll say it, and that's why oh. I'm calling them. But my real losers is... You're annoyed that the Carolina Panthers are having fun? Yeah. That the fans um, actually have something to be happy about for the first they time? They should not be happy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but my real, my real loser is Austin Eckler. Oh I, <laughs> man, dude, that guy—that is a bozo. Well, he should fire his agent, 
for whatever decision he let him talk in his, he, oh, what a disaster for Austin Eckler. I have seen, like, because Bengals fans are like, oh, what? maybe we should try to trade for Austin Eckler. And I'm like, you think I want to give – I wouldn't even give him a six-round pick for that motherfucker right now because we're going to have to take on some money. and we're, Like, that is not happening. Do you know what the report is of what his asking price is for his extension? <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it is, you should just show up to camp like shit didn't happen. Like, I didn't ask for anything. So, I don't know what that was. So, again, he's a 28-year-old running back with a ton of mileage because he's a, he's a definitely usage running back. He's asking – What's your guess? I mean, look, I think Austin's a God. I, Cause I don't want to say, cause I think Austin Eckler's like a really cool guy. Like he seems like a really nice yeah. guy, but he probably asking for like what? 30, 40 million. Well, he, he's asking for 12 million per year. So I don't know what it is. Lengthwise. Is, Jesus Christ. No dude. What is that? No. <laughs> well, yeah. And then people Holy are like, crap. Oh, the chargers always let their guys go. If you have Austin Eckler at 28 asking for $12 million a year and you still have him another year on his contract, just franchise tag him next year too. Well, okay, franchise tag $10 million. To what I want to know his representatives went into would go into an argument and say, like, oh, he's so valuable. Look at all these touchdowns he scores. Okay, the Chargers like, well, we never use him in the fourth quarter because we don't really, like, I just feel like his usage in the fourth, like a guy you'd want as a closer – back in there all the time that's not what austin eckler is austin eckler i think is in some ways a fantasy football running back a little bit well, a little bit he, he's really bit. good at, at certain the thing is of like a bit. the thing that makes him really tough to evaluate is he's not a very good running back he's just a good receiver no exactly i can never watch what... austin eckler through the tackles i'm like holy shit dude is that barry sanders no it's austin eckler and it's just kind of okay through the tackles but like he is good. Like it, no, it's he's hard. A great, he's a very good pass protector. He's a very good running uh, catcher of the ball out of the backfield. Just the thing is, he plays running back. Yes. So no, uh, twelve million dollars. I don't think anyone would give hardly any running backs right now in the NFL that number. Oh no, no. I mean, the Bengals are talking about cutting Joe Mixon at ten million, and he's twenty five. No, no one wants to pay that right no, now. No one wants to pay running back, especially when the draft class is so deep this year. Just take another Especially guy. when you looked at what people are getting paid. No, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Nothing all right. at all. Sad. Oh, yeah. That's my RIP, fire your agent. I don't know. Same with yeah, Jerks. You must, maybe you have Scott Boris, who just like with Jerks and Profar made him opt out and he got less money and had to play in Colorado. Yeah. All right. So let's play a little game of do you know where these players went? I decided to pick all offensive players. Okay. So all really offensive skill positions. To make it a little bit easier. Half of these. All right. Do you know where Gianu Smith got traded? Gianu Smith? Yes. Before he went to Atlanta. He went he to did Atlanta. He go to Atlanta. That's one. Because I know the fantasy football community was in shambles. Because they're like, no, that's Kyle Pitt's target share. Oh, no. Like, that stupid <laughs> shit. That's the only reason I saw it. Yeah, so he is he in Atlanta now. All right, next. This is kind of a big name. I'll, I'll see if you caught it. Stefan Gilmore. Shit. Where did he get traded? He got traded? He's an offensive. He did get traded. Okay, so he was the Colts last offseason. He didn't go to Miami. He's not in Miami. He's not. That's where Jalen Ramsey not, is. He is not in Miami. Oh, shit. Is it like a okay, can I have a hint? Sure. Is it a like um AFC or NFC? 
NFC. Oh, Dallas. He did go to Dallas. Oh man, I oh there it is. That is just big brain for Clark right there, man. That's so big. Right. So we'll, we'll call that like one and a half. Yeah, because I did have to ask for a hint. All right, next one. I think this is maybe. I don't know if this is the hardest. Next hardest one. Gardner Minshew. Oh, okay. he's like a backup. Who I know. I, have, I actually have two backup quarterbacks. Gardner. Oh, great. That's really good. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Where did Gardner Minshew go? I didn't even know this until I looked it up. Shit. Arizona? No. Good guess, though. Damn, Damn where'd he go? The Indianapolis Colts. Damn it. Oh, that was actually going to be my second guess. That was my other guess. Oh, wow. That would have been a good one. Well, what All right, we next got? up, veteran wide receiver you probably haven't thought about in a long time. Robert Woods. I have... Fuck all the idea where Robert Woods went. Robert Woods, oh god! I remember people were like, "Oh, Robert Woods is gonna tear it up in Miami. He's gonna get AJ Brown's target share, and he sucked." Uh no, in Tennessee, he was in Tennessee. Sorry, Jesus Christ. So he uh, is a number one again. If that makes you feel any better. So wait, he's a number one again. In whatever offense he's in. Yes. So it can't be Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota, Green Bay. It's not in the AFC North. It's not in the AFC East. Wait. New England? No, but that's a good guess. Damn it, where'd he go? He went to Houston. Oh, fuck. So another stupid franchise. Damn it. Yes, another stupid franchise. <sighs> they hear, I, know, I know they got Devin Singletary too, so. Uh, they did get Devin Singletary. All right, so our last one. This is my other backup quarterback. Great. Just because people act like he's really good, and he somehow got $8 million per year. Mike White. He got $8 million? Yes, he signed a two-year, $16 million contract. Oh, my God. Dude. And when you hear what team it is... It's wait, wait, he signed a two-year, $16 million contract? I think yes. He won, like, two games. Yes, he has, he's $8 million APY. Okay, so it has to be some team that's just, like, not serious. Like, they're not a serious No, they're team. very serious. That's the thing. Wait, they're very serious? Like this, like are they like a team you'd say they're in contention this year? Yes. What the hell? So it's an insurance policy in case their starter gets hurt? I guess. I d I don't really know. Mike White. I have I have no idea. I will guess Kansas City though for some reason. Oh, that's a good guess. The Miami Dolphins. They signed well, probably because things went so bad last year when they lost Tua. Yeah, but signing a your backup eight million dollars for how much money they spent on well, this. I feel like because of Tua's head injuries, you kind of have to be like, hey, we need something just in case. I guess, but that's such an expensive price. Yeah, it's an expensive one for sure. But holy smokes, dude, get your money up for him. I know, seriously. Right. Um, so that was our segment. Uh, we got a little bit of time left, and what we're gonna end with is what we're calling this is clark segment who is Hell hot yeah. and who is not who's hot so, and who's not man just in the world of sport and anything actually this is a broad paintbrush this is anyone in the world who's hot who's not what's going on who's hot who's cold all right first up what is hot right now uh we're gonna go ahead and say march madness and specifically my winnings that i made betting this past weekend what a day to be clark on sunday a nice little 4-0 day loved it every second of it 
Love seeing Princeton win. It's always a good time. If you're not going to bed early on March Madness after Sunday, you did it wrong, folks. March Madness hot right now. Oh, that's a pretty good hot. Uh, well, if we're just talking about anything, what's really anything. hot is everywhere. At, wait, what is it? E everywhere, oh, anywhere, everywhere, all anywhere, at once. once. That is scorching hot right now. That is scorching. <laughs> Okay, sweat you know the what's Oscars? the bullshit though with that though is that that's not on any streaming site. I can't find it. I want to rewatch it, and I couldn't before the Oscars. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Clark and I went and saw it, and like when it came out, actually, like in May or so. Yeah. So here's actually a little a, a funny story with that. I will give this. So um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, my mom had her book club over to their place for uh, for little wine and dine kind of thing, and they were talking about the Oscars. And I, I remember when I saw everywhere all everything, uh, God damn it, at the everywhere, movie that we and, were and everything every everywhere all at, all once. at once, fantastic film. Um, I told my mom I was like, you know, the ending got me a little choked up. I was like, wow, move, big movie, really liked it. And so I'm overhearing the conversation has been brought up. My mom just tells all of her friends, she's like, oh, Clark cried in that movie, and I was like, whoa. I said, choked <laughs> up. I didn't cry. Hold on. There's nothing wrong with crying if I did cry in that movie. I only got a little choked up. Don't tell people I cried. Choked up. Get it right. Well, that movie is hot right now. They sweeped at the Oscars, folks. They swept. They took it all. What, which seven? I think so. I mean, they won Best Picture, like every acting award, award Best Director. It was a good movie. It was a great movie. I think I, the, I was probably my favorite movie outside of Top Gun that I saw last year. No, it was Ant-Man Quantumania. Okay, well, we're not going to talk about that. I didn't even <laughs> bother to watch that shit. <laughs> Passed up on that real good. All right, we'll go. Should we go just two hots and two cold? Or, you know, sure, sure. Yeah, all right, yeah so, we can do that. Yeah, you know, we're going to go with uh, with hot right now. Deion Sanders in the sports world. Deion, Deion is owning everything over in Colorado. I get stupid text updates from my cousin who just let me know that they're lighting up these recruits. They got them all over the place. Great photo of him on a Segway today going around on practice with a Celsius in his hand. He is locked in. That Colorado football program might be decent next year. Who knows? But Deion Sanders on top of the world got Colorado buzzing right now. That's a good one. But I'm going to go with hot. And I don't know if it's because it's hot because it's good or just hot because it's happening a lot. TikTokers who believe they watch film. There are so many of those that guys is, who just... That is, that is in right now, man. <laughs> That is in just randomly turning on YouTube highlights and just claiming that now all of a sudden you're just a draft expert and you know exactly how good Jordan Addison is or how if you were the GM, you wouldn't worry this about Jalen Carter. If I was the GM, this is how I would fix your franchise. Those are my favorite videos on TikTok Honestly, right now. Honestly, I, I would also like to put a slash on that one. Uh, Twitter GMs is also being very hot right now. Uh, so hot. Scorching hot. Why well, summer 2023 is the year of the TikTok GM and Twitter GM? It's just the year of anyone can do any GM's job. I don't know it's if you saw so that, simple. Uh, it's just so easy. The GMs don't even realize how easy it is. They're well, just idiots. <laughs> Let me handle this, and it would be like, oh, it's so easy. It's just so I, easy. When you see friend of the show, uh, Fantasy Football HZ, coming out with a series of how would I make this team a Super Bowl contender? For the Carolina Panthers, his first move was to basically trade all of his picks for, like, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> first off, 
I'm gonna burn. I was just—it's just the most ridiculous take. It's basically what it is. It's like, yeah, actually, I'm gonna draft every single amount of draft capital. I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna just launch it to some random team for a superstar wide receiver that might resign with us. That's oh no, no! I remember his first move as Carolina Panthers. He was like, "I'll take the ninth pick. I'll trade that to Arizona for Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins." Because they'll take that. They'll take it. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I'll just what I'll do deal. the force like in Madden when you force trade. They have yeah. that button in the NFL. No one uses it, though. No one uses it. I don't know what's yeah. the deal. Okay. So for my first not hot, apparently, according to the world, not hot. If you're the Mean Girls podcast on Barstool Sports, it is washing your hands. Not hot. Washing your hands. For anyone who missed this, take a good look. Go on Barstool. These two girls on the Mean Girl podcast said they, I know they did it for clicks. They said they don't wash their hands. That is disgusting. They were like, there's no need for it. Like, why would you people there? One quote from one of them was like, oh, people didn't wash their hands back in the day when they had out houses and they had less diseases back in. We used to die from polio when that happened. There's a vaccine for that. We have progressed past that. Washing your hands is good. So even worse than that, people used to die from the cold. What? (laughs) People used to die from the common cold. (laughs) Well, don't tell them that because apparently you don't need to wash your hands. So apparently, again, according to these people, washing your hands out, don't need to do it at all. Uh, So my out, and this is just amongst my circle. Tennis. Tennis oh, is on its way out for pickleball. Asshole. Did you just say it's out? It's out. It's going out. Pickleball is the new thing. No, you that is pickleball is for folks who can't actually play tennis. What are you talking? I like pickleball. It's out. Tennis it's is not, out. Pickleball is, is in. Stupidest thing you've ever said on our show. It, tennis is out. Oh. Tennis is out. Pickleball's in. Just because you can't play tennis. I could play tennis. I just you, choose not I'll, to. You would get because it's out. I don't play things that are off trend. Pickle. Oh my god. Yeah. Have you joined a league? I'm assuming. No, I just go and play at the like at the courts around the corner. Well, pickleball is fun. I'll give it that. But it's tennis is not out. Tennis is tennis so is in. out. No one cares about tennis, tennis anymore. Is so in you stupid son of a bitch. It is so tennis, in. Tennis is the racquetball of ten years ago. You wish you had the skills of Daniel Medvedev, Carlos Alcaraz, who won yesterday at Indian Wells, but instead you play pickleball. You. I'll go straight to their face and tell them they're out. Their sport sucks. Yeah, now. their sports pickleball out. is taking over. In. Might as well play on the professional pickleball tour. Freaking unbelievable. ping pong's also out because pickleball's in. All right, so pickleball apparently tennis is out, which is just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's good. What's your second one? I'm intrigued now. What's your second one? I hadn't thought of a second one. I really only. All thought right, of that fine. One. My second one that's out is actually while I did well in my bets this weekend, my bracket is out. I am currently in a pool at work. I'm a sports writer, as some of you people know. Uh, you would think I'm good at this. My bracket is terrible. I'm in second to last place in my work pool. I'm being chastised every single time I come into the office by the women in the advertising department. Patty and Cam are getting in my case nonstop about this. They just use a dice to pick their games. I try to use my mind. Clearly, I'm an idiot because they're cleaning the floor and about to take my money. My bracket is dripping in piss right now. It's so bad. That's not hot. My bracket is not hot, folks. It's okay. Kelly's bracket, uh, she had Purdue winning it all. Well, that's okay, Kelly. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And though your bracket can't finish because Purdue's out, I still respect the grind. (laughs) She also had Arizona as her other championship team. Well, I had Arizona as one of my final four, and they freaking absolutely dumped their pants. All right, so I I got a real out. Uh, But tennis is out. But uh, another out. Another out. World Baseball Classic. Let's get rid of that thing. All right. 
No. No, I'm just kidding. That's no, so my actual out is paying running backs. Um, Absolutely out. No one wants to pay a running back anymore. It's very obvious. Okay, my final out, very briefly, what needs to be out on The Bachelor when they do the date where they take one woman to get like all the clothes and they just walk back in from the date and they have all the clothes that night that needs to be out by the bachelor producers at a psychological warfare. I feel like anytime they do that, things go real South, man, the bachelor buying all the dresses and then having the woman come back with everything. That's gotta be out. That's too mean to the rest of the girls in the house, man. That's a pretty good one. Did you hear wow. that? Uh, the show we were talking about farmers love or whatever Was that canceled after one season. No, it's, it's come back. I guess it's happening right now. I haven't watched any of the episodes. But oh, I know it's just a farmer I, who started. Yeah, okay. I won't be watching that, unfortunately. Luckily, Love is Blind season four is about to hit the airwaves pretty soon. Uh, that's still going on. Yes. Is that becoming? I feel like eventually these dating shows, after you reach season three or a certain point in time, it just becomes people who go on there that just really want the residuals of being on this show. Oh yeah, none of them actually want the to ability to charge sixteen dollars and ninety nine cents for a happy birthday cameo for your friend Derek. That's really all they want. Not the, the love, but that's the American dream. Based on. No, let's be honest. The reason that they go on these shows is so they can advertise their OnlyFans in the future. Hey, dude, OnlyFans, man, that's passive income for some folks. Not me, but I'm just saying for people out there. I mean. Oh, maybe it is. It could be no, and that would be the worst, dude. I, <laughs> if I was ever a day, I'm like, okay, I can't pay rent this month. I have to start an OnlyFans. Just shoot me. Just put me down like a dog if that ever happens, okay? Don't let me do that. Just post your feet online. Dude, that's gross, man. Pulling an Antonio Brown. Did AB do that? No. Okay, I know what you're referring to. Stop. Nope. <laughs> I will not be doing that. Stop that. Is there anything you want to talk about before the end of the show? No, not that I can think about off the top of my head. So, All right, so this has been From the Backseat. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you had fun. Make sure to follow us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe. Like the stuff. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Clark's putting out betting advice. Uh, yes, I am. I'll start that back up again because I was moving into my new place here. It's been a little bit of a pause on that betting information. So I'll get back to you guys this week. So don't worry about it. Those mid locks. Yeah, and I'll get back into our old TikToks and start doing some other stuff. Um, we'll get back into it. I'm ending my school year up here pretty soon. Got a couple weeks of spring break, and then I'm on the coast to the end. Wow. Imagine being yeah. a teacher. Imagine. Well, Could this be has been worse. from the backseat. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Oh, wait. I pressed the wrong button. Nice. Real nice.